there! I'm Pop Culture Pete, the Pop Culture Problems mascot! You should buy Pop Culture Problems because it's so good, and I'm fun! That's all I got. And it's free. <laughs> oh, and it's free! <laughs> yeah, that's good too. Pop Culture Pete, I'm, I'm John, I'm trying him out as possibly a, a mascot to represent our shows, be in our commercials, all that yeah, stuff. And I, and I pictured, just listening to his voice, he's dressed like an old prospector, maybe? Uh, no, he he's wearing a kilt. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I I don't feel like they really matched the accent. Really matched up with the character uh, there. Yeah, but see, that's kind of what our show is. It's it um, pushes boundaries and it doesn't believe in it doesn't believe in stereotypes. No, I mean not like you. Whoa. Because I mean, because <laughs> obviously, just literally, you're like, yes. are you an old prospector? And I'm like, no, John, I'm a little bit more liberal than that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a kilt. And, yeah. Anyway, uh, we're talking about uh, commercials and jingles and mascots. We've talked about mascots. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> you try and you try, John. Yeah, we've talked about mascots before, so I don't want this just to strictly be a mascot. Episode. No, absolutely not. Yeah. But when we talked about mascots, it was kind of a different context. Like, I think we were just talking about like our favorites. I, I want to talk about horrible mascots, but in relationship to commercials, you know, like. What mm-hmm. makes a good commercial? Is it the jingle? Yeah. Is it the person? Is the product? The sex sell? What is it? I think the product is like probably the least important part of a yeah, effective correct. commercial. Correct. I mean, the jingle, uh, the theme of the commercial, um, the characters involved are all uh, all paramount in comparison to the actual product involved. Like for example, these these recent uh, dilly dilly commercials. Oh, I yeah. actually I actually kind of like the Dilly Dilly commercials because it goes back to the ridiculousness of what commercials used to be. Because because yeah. I, I I really think we kind of got away from the stupidity just for stupidity's sake in, mm-hmm. in regards to commercials. Like remember the what's up? Remember those commercials? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those were huge because yeah, they, were, they were just ridiculous yeah. and stupid. Well, and I I think we still have that. I mean, you and I have beat the dead horse of the Colonel Sanders KFC thing. But that's ridiculous, and I think they're yeah. getting back to that a little bit. I I action it to the, uh, you know, I don't like sports, and you know, I don't drink, so Bud Light or an alcohol commercial during the Super Bowl, like, wh- why would I care? It's not going to make me drink, and I'm not going to care about the game. I almost every year look up the Super Bowl commercials yeah, because yeah. that's almost the yeah. reason I would watch it. Oh, well, um, they have movie trailers and big commercials and Bud Light used to, I mean, they have these like story commercials now that are more like touching and heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they used to have the, the frogs. Used, well, they used, and, and they used to have the Bud Bowl where it was Bud Light versus Budweiser and it was the yeah, bottles well, with helmets on and it was like, yeah, the, it was the yeah, big, com- I mean, yeah. Just, just silly, stupid stuff. And, and I think that is the, the crux of marketing is just getting your name out there. Let's say I was going to go buy a beer, okay? I'm not a, a drinker. I had a sip of beer on my 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for it. Not that the brand wasn't good or anything like that. I had a Bud Light because that's the beer that I knew yeah, because yeah, I had a thousand commercials. Aware, yeah, that, was, that was the one that I should try. And it wasn't... I'm not saying that their product isn't delicious, but I, I don't care for it. If you don't like seafood, you're not going to like any kind of fish. So, like, I mean, I just think that that brand recognition is important, and that's what the whole purpose of it is. Just get the name out there. When you're going through the supermarket, you have 
X brand next to all these generic brands that are probably almost identical. They've just branded the other one better so they can mark it up in price. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, in terms of commercials that like stick out to you, like what are some of like the most effective that you can remember off the top of your head? Well, shot out of cannon. Yeah, shot out of cannon. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna first preface it with this: I have not watched commercials for a really long time unless I specifically look them up. Because all of our streaming packages, we do the no commercial option. Yeah. Netflix, they don't have commercials. And so we really see very few commercials. Um, we just got Sling and we have commercials now. And it's like a new experience. We're seeing things we never saw. But they actually repeat commercials. So when we'll watch an episode 30 minutes long, we'll see the trailer for, for instance, Dunkirk of a few months back. We saw that trailer probably 400 times mm-hmm. because yeah. we were binge watching a yeah, show. Yeah. And it was like... That's enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is enough Dunkirk. I don't want to see any more of it. Um, I like the old classics. Like, I, I think I, I like the old classics that are nostalgic for me as a kid, but I really like it when they reinvent them in a fun way. I used to think the Maytag repairman was a fun guy. He, was, he seemed like yeah, a nice yeah, dude yeah. comes yeah. to your house. Wasn't particularly great commercials, but he seemed like a nice guy. The new Maytag repairman commercials are clever. Yeah, they're great. Like, with the guy, yeah. he's like, Sitting as though he's the washing machine and kind of spinning clothes around, and it's and it's clever, it's funny. I I think that's good. I think Geico consistently has good commercials. Oh, I, I love, and the, I have never yes. wanted to get Geico insurance. Like I've never been, you know, tempted. But they're entertaining. Oh, absolutely. But, but and who is in the Geico marketing department? Whoever that is, they, they they deserve all the money. <laughs> they deserve all the money. All the yes, all the money. Every one of the monies. Yes, give them all of them. <laughs> Because, like, you, you you could think the entire time you're watching the commercial, what in the world is this a commercial for? And it ends up being a Geico commercial. Oh, absolutely. And th- I think that is the best kind of commercial that brings you in. I, I was doing um, – I, I, I worked at a university, and we were doing a promotional video for one of the departments. And I, I'm big into theater, and so we, I was kind of doing stuff for that department. And when they first showed them the video, they're like, well, you need our logo at the very beginning. And it, it really didn't say our university on it. And I said, that's the point. Yes. Like, you need to have – so we, we had this uh, – You want people to have an experience. Oh, actually, and, 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 and that's then, what co- that's what college is all about. That's what the business is all about. So you want them to have ex- an experience watching the ad. So they're like, geez. Well, if, if this 30 thing, seconds was that exciting of an experience – well, and the what other would four thing years be is like? you want you don't want to tip people off that you're selling to them. So we made this video following this girl through her journey in the theater department and how you know she felt you know kind of insecure and a little yeah. you know not sure about herself and got cast in some lead roles and kind of her journey. And at the end, it's like experience this university. And so the whole time you're watching it, you're thinking, oh man, that's really cool that she did that and. Gosh, I'm shy, or I, I've had yeah, yeah. insecurities, and gosh, I'd really love to act. I mean, I, I'm a really big in the theater. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, and there's the answer, you know? Mm-hmm. And so with a lot of these commercials, I think if you're not overt by saying, I'm here to sell you something, and here's the reasons why. If you kind of lull people in, uh, I think that you have a better chance, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree completely. You, 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 you're, it's like... Uh, uh, edutainment. 
Edutainment. Oh, yeah. Wow. You're educating the person on your product while entertaining them. Well, and I, I think I think for me, you, you have to get – Geico is a perfect example. Yeah. They had to get clever – because their product is boring. Yeah, absolutely. Like they they, I mean, they don't have an and, exciting and you, product. But you look at all the insurance companies now. Nationwide, they have no. the Mayhem guy. Uh, Love him. <laughs> he's Love awesome. The Mayhem is awesome. Mayhem's awesome. Uh, State Farm, they have like the discount double check stuff with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it, like they have those because I think, and I think you're right. It's because for the most part, products are, especially insurance products, are pretty boring. But there's other products that like. You know, might have a little bit more flash and a little more pizzazz, if you will. But you still need that that extra oomph to to get the point across that mm-hmm. hey, our product's better than the guy down the street. Speaking of insurance, I could do without the Affleck duck, but I really, I really liked and wish they would bring back the Geico caveman. Like you know, <laughs> yeah, like, they, they, they actually they were so popular they actually spun off into their own I, sitcom. I think got canceled yeah, shortly. I canceled quick, yeah. but, but I think it, it was almost akin to like Phil Hartman's yes. caveman lawyer. Yeah, cave, caveman, lawyer. Yeah, 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 yeah. A I frozen, ca- unfrozen caveman lawyer or something like what that. What do I know? I'm just a caveman. How <laughs> <laughs> would I know how to Phil do Phil Hartman. Yeah, Too soon, Josh. Rest in peace. Too soon. Um, and, and part of my point with that it's a boring product, you also have to be careful when you're selling a product that it's tough to advertise. Squatty potty. Yeah. They have done a phenomenal <laughs> they job absolutely have. marketing because yes. it is not a, a it's not a glamorous subject no. to say, hey, well, let's talk about your bowel movements. And it's yeah. really not a like a real glamorous product. No. It's a plastic formed sure. thing that you put your feet on. Yeah, but but they embrace While you're going the dookie. silly in order to to make yeah. light of this yeah. thing, you know. And, and I love the commercial with the unicorn making the ice cream. Oh, absolutely. And what was the, There's a dragon. I think it's a dragon making maybe ice cream. Maybe, know, maybe, maybe, yeah. They have all these little puppety, yeah. muppeted yeah. TM. And we all know I love that stuff, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That That's why you buy it. Like, <laughs> yeah. If Muppets like it, yeah. <laughs> then sold. Yes. Uh, now, uh, what do you feel about jingles? Like TV jingles? I mean, I'm, do a you, fa- I'm a, fa- a fan of jingles. I, I kind of uh, think they've gotten away from it. Uh, I mean, do you remember recent jingles? J.G. Wentworth. J.G. Wentworth, 18677 Cash Now. Or, or, uh, I do not. You don't, you're not familiar with that? No, Holy cow. I would say that that's probably one of the, the most uh, uh, famous of the last decade or two. J.G. Wentworth has a great jingle. Really? I, don't, I don't remember. I don't, I don't know... I might have to pull it up here so that you Don't can you can listen it. to it, Josh. But uh, okay, uh, what about what about you? Um, I, I'm trying. I, I, I to think one that comes Jesus. to mind is I'm loving it. Oh, you know, yeah. McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of, and, yeah. and those things are are to try to get things to be recognizable. Is Nike the best shoe? Is it the best shirt? Is it going to make you jump higher? Is it going to make you sweat less? I mean, whatever. No, you want that little swoosh, like you want the yeah. swoosh because people they identify with and they you know and you're advertising for them by wearing it you know and so I, I don't think that you know it's necessarily a better or worse product but you get kind of identified so I'm loving it people know that mm-hmm. and instantly you know that that's what that company is if you see something red and yellow you know what the company is and I I think I love that about advertising in general the subtleties. 
um, FedEx, the little arrow in the FedEx logo. Have you ever seen it? Like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like within the letters, and it's so subtle. But once you see it, you like can't unsee it. Uh-huh. You, it's like it's like oh, jeez, that's really clever. Like, yeah. So I mean, I like that. Anyway, yeah, yeah, jingles. I can't remember jingles. Really? I don't remember a lot of them. Like, um, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yeah. Like I, mean, I got a couple of those. Um, Nationwide is on your side. Yeah. All these insurance companies. That is true. The marketing yeah, and branding that they the have. Holy cow! Jingles. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think we've talked about it on on this show. But uh, Barry Manilow was a jingle writer. So I yes, think, yes. I think the Nationwide yeah, possibly. I think it is. I think that that might be him. Yeah. You know, but it also Nationwide is on your side. I could also hear Randy Newman singing that. <laughs> I can see him in the recording studio, and they're like, "Ah, Randy, it's just it's not just not working for us." Well, I bet he I bet he added his own flair to it. Yeah, I bet he was like, "You're going to be a nation. You're going to be on my die." <laughs> it was like, "What are you doing? That's not how it goes." It's like. Like a good nation, we're on your side. No, you're yeah, using I, the tune from the other one. Here, no. <laughs> I, here's one that I, I I've actually sang when I get up in the morning, and I and I actually don't drink this type of coffee. But the best part of waking yes! up is Folgers in yes, your cup. Yes, yes. Where did See, that one go? That's what I'm saying. Is I can't even remember them because they're like. They're gone. It's like a days of old. I was I was uh, referencing the Barry Manilow thing. So he did do the State Farm, but he also did I Am Stuck. Um, um, yeah, Bad Brand. Brand. Like that's a recognizable one. Um, uh, another one that is more recent: the five dollar foot long song. I don't know five dollar five dollar foot long from Subway. Hutton. Really? I have never Jeez. heard. I don't get commercials. I do not get oh, commercials. A meow mix. I, I haven't had commercials since like 2006. It's been like over 10 okay, years. Okay, how now. about Meow Mix? Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> I, but that's an Austin Powers thing. I want chicken. I want deliver. Meow Mix, Meow Mix, please deliver, Mr. Bricklesworth. Yeah. Like that's more of a, it's a pop culture thing, which is, yeah, you're right. know, for the show, you know. But yeah, I do remember Meow Mix. Uh, Oscar Mayer Wiener. Yeah, yeah. I wish Toy- you were an Oscar Mayer Wiener. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, 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 I do think jingles are a little bit of a lost art. Oh, absolutely, because we are we forgot about them. But immediately upon talking about it, we're like, yes, I remember yeah, that. And yeah. we got this like wave of nostalgia coming over us because we we resonate with that. I wonder why they got rid of that. I, I feel the same way with TV shows. Like, a lot of sitcoms, they don't have... Words. They're just uh, no, kind of a it's musical. Just, yeah, just yeah. You're right. And, and it's it's kind of it's a lost. Yeah, it's a lost. Oh, you got uh, yeah. something. How about <laughs> the Mentos? Mentos. Mentos freshness. Mentos freshness. Or 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 uh, Doublemint Gum was another great one. Yeah, it's a paper Doublemint Gum. See, like you mentioned them, and I'm like, okay, it floods back to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, I I gotta I, I I gotta mention this. I was I was in a hotel room in Wisconsin, and I was watching the local station. And I don't know if this is in uh, Milwaukee or Madison or somewhere in, in Wisconsin. And 
And all of a sudden, this commercial comes on, and it is clearly a local commercial. And I believe it's for a law firm okay. or insurance agency. I'm, I wasn't sure. Um, but it was William Shatner. Okay, all right. He was on this local, like, clearly local, like, regional commercial. And uh, I, I guess, like, he is maybe friends or somebody with somebody who owns the company. But it's Hoopy and a- Huppy and Abraham. It's oh, like, he's okay. like, you need to call Huppy and Abraham for a free consultation. Call 1-800-blah-blah-blah. And I'm like, William Shatner, like, I thought, how how far, how far, far have you fallen? Yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah, he's doing yeah. like a local, like, Wisconsin commercial. I bet he's like he's friends, friends with the with guy him. or something, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. he's just friends with him. But, like, it's also about celebrity power. Because that company's probably like, people are like, well, if William Shatner goes to Hoopy and Abraham, then we must do it too. You know what I mean? So like we we gotta do that. We gotta yeah. get over there and get on we over might there. Bump into old chat, you know, yeah. at the thing. So I think that I think if you can get a celebrity for your commercial that is applicable or that can become a celebrity, um, I'm thinking of Jared from or not Jared, uh, the Verizon guy. The, can you hear me? Yeah, now? Let's not talk about Jared. Let's not talk about Jared. <laughs> it's been too soon. Too soon. Uh, he yeah, was, the, can uh, you hear me now? <laughs> you got. Jared was uh, BW before Weinstein, so it's he's got he was in a different <laughs> That's true. era. Yes. Uh, no, but the can you hear me now guy? I, I call him Jared because he had glasses. Yeah, and kinda yeah, looked like yeah, the guy. yeah. Um, and now he looks like a more. He got a little chubbier, so Jared kind of started putting out a couple pounds. Anyway, he switched now. He's jumped ship. Like he's yeah, he's sprint. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And so like I think to them like they created him as a celebrity. He became famous for those commercials. And then he jumped ship. I don't remember a time that that has happened that I can remember in recent memory or at all where somebody has just 180. Like, you don't see Shatner like, oh, you've been to Hoopy and Abraham. Well, you should really try Oderman and Nichols because they're way better. Oderman, <laughs> you know, like, you don't yeah. see that. <laughs> no, jump. you don't. No. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised that he wasn't contractually obligated, like, you know, in perpetuity, in the future, and all known universe. Because, I, mean, I mean, that was quite company. the get for Sprint. No, yeah. To get that guy to jump. <laughs> yeah. That was like the face of Verizon for years and years yeah, and years. Absolutely. So, I mean, like, if that guy jumps, why don't I? Why shouldn't I? I think it's a bad legal department. They should. They really should have had, you may not advertise for another cellular yeah. provider in, ever. <laughs> or or you will owe us a billion dollars, whatever. Yes, yeah. Because it could have been anything. He could have been the next Colonel Sanders at KFC. Who cares? But for it to be directly in your industry and like flip flop, yeah, I don't know about that's, that. That's that's dangerous. That's a little um, dangerous. So you know, back to like the the big like explosive branding <laughs> things. Go. Like, are there any commercials you can think of that you feel like? That was the thing that like kind of put the that product on the map, like oh, like before okay. that commercial, I, I, I gotcha. like it was kind of like non-existent. I mean, I, the one that immediately comes to mind for me, and I and I never saw it because it was the year I was born. But back in 1984, Apple had that the one with the the woman running through IBM with the hammer and like she shatters. It's like oh, a, I not a oh that. geez, we're gonna have to watch it after we're done recording just so you can see it because it is like one of the most. Like they say, it's one of the most important commercials of all time because it, it was one of the few, first commercials that actually like told a story, mm-hmm. and it was it was about how like you know this 
revolutionary company Apple was going to destroy IBM. Hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and so it's like this. So, so it's like this independent woman running through this 1984 esque, uh, like dystopian future, where it was, you know everybody was like very robotic and was controlled by this um, overarching authoritarian state. Wow. And Apple came through and you know shattered it's like, that. It's like a deep. It's, it's very like deep. A yes. Futuristic like yes. movie of. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I don't know if it's true or not. I'm going to say that McDonald's would be nothing without Ronald McDonald. No, yeah, I, I would agree. I, yeah. I really, because I, I don't think they were as popular. I mean, I think they were. I mean, they were popular, but I, I think that Ronald McDonald he became so iconic. Yeah, and I mean, I I, I think that he literally made that company their kind of you know. Why well, and national you know, status I, that McDonald's? I, I think up until the last several years, where you had like this health food like craziness that we've seen that has kind of I think really hurt the the McDonald's brand. Has always had really awesome commercials though. I, yeah, I remember yeah, the yeah, the Bird Jordan uh, like the the horse game that they that they played like the uh, for the for the Big Mac and, and fries mm-hmm. where it's like okay off the. Off the crane, uh, off the window, it, it, nothing but net, and yeah, it was yeah. just this this really extreme like, and they did that for years, and they actually brought it back a couple years ago, and they got really like rave reviews because they did it again. But uh, you have something now, that it looks like you're going to show me. Yeah, I am going to show you something. I want people to look this up too, John. I want you without looking to tell me what you think. Tell me, describe Ronald McDonald to me. I mean, if for someone who's never, if I have never seen him, and I need you to tell me what he looks like, and I'll never have an opportunity to see a picture. What does he look like? The qu- quintessential clown. Yeah. Okay. Quintessential clown. What? Yeah. What? Red nose. Red nose. Uh, okay. White makeup. Smiley face. Red curly hair. Not, like well, not everyone, necessarily curly, but I'd like everyone in the home to Google the original Ronald McDonald. Oh my lord! <laughs> I, I've seen that ben. picture before. He looks nothing ben. like he does ben. now. The original Ronald McDonald. He had like had a, some serious plastic surgery. He had like a small drink cup as a nose, and like had like things attached to him. He had a hat made oh. out of like teddy bears and pretzels or something. I that. It, it's very scary. I, I don't know what to do with that. Now, <laughs> you know, Ronald McDonald kind of leads into this one, but best spokespeople. Who, you know, <laughs> he's got kind of a dicey past, but I love the ShamWow guy. The ShamWow. Oh, the I, sh- I, yeah, I the ShamWow guy. Uh, Billy. I'm, I'm thinking how about, of Billy how about Mays. Billy Mays? Billy oh, Mays Billy is Mays. A, oh. Billy Mays here. <laughs> OxyClean. That he guy was could very clean intense. anything. Intense. He could sell anything. Absolutely. They actually did a documentary on how Billy Mays was so effective at selling things. Oh, really? I didn't. Yeah. Oh, that. yeah. There's a documentary about it, and I actually think he might have had his own reality show too. He could have. But I mean, I would have watched it. He could have sold it to me. There's uh, a person in, in in town locally, and she can sell anything to anybody. Like she will. She will literally invoice you before you've purchased something like and i mean and that is an art to to be able to sell like that and i i think they've kind of for big companies they don't have the luxury of that door-to-door customer servicey type service and so i mean they use ads and marketing and Uh people you know i i kind of put the spokesperson those for the made for tv or tv products 
like Richard Simmons or, or people like that. I remember, you know, the sweat into the oldies back in the day. Like, I mean, yes. they would sell all that kind of stuff. What do you think about like shopping networks? Like home shopping networks. I mean, I, I kind of put that in like the the real time Billy Mays hour. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, it is true. It's just yeah. like a yeah. back to back variety hour of those types. Billy yeah, Mays yeah. was likable. Yeah, absolutely. Like he was. Like, oh, I like Billy Mays a lot. Yeah, like so, the Cham Wall guy. I always kind of seem like you know what. Sham Hall guy, you've got a little edge to you. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah, if yeah. I'd like to meet you in a dark alley, and I, I think it's been proven that you don't want to meet him in a dark alley. But Billy Mays, Billy it's Mays been is proven. I oh yeah, we got. We, there's a couple things I got to educate you on after the uh, okay. after we okay. we're done recording okay. here today. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I'll keep the tape rolling. It'll be after the the the, the jingle song at the end. Um, um, yeah, that's, but if, okay, if Phil Hartman was too soon, Billy Mays was way too soon. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, on. I apologize. Come I apologize on. for bringing him up. Um, there are bad mascots, and not bad as in, like, I don't like them. I mean, like, I just don't think they're quality. Like, the general, do you, uh, do you know that it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's the, like the, the general. He's just like the animated general. Yeah, yeah. Isn't he like and, a, and I don't even know what the hell it's for. Is it like insurance or? It's like reverse mortgage or mortgage and search. I am the general. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I like. Yeah, it's I, not even. It's not even a quality design. Um, I think they just took like some three D asset they bought off a marketplace, and they're like, "Sure, just give them a voice." Rah, we rah, paid rah, rah. for it. <laughs> just like what? Um, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not a good fan of that. Um, one. You know, one that I always loved when I was growing up was Juan Valdez. For Colombian coffee, wow! It's just the guy walking in front of a uh, a donkey with Des. Yeah, that was uh, he is the second most interesting man in the world. Yes, he's like the Dos Equis guys. Well, I think I think he's the most interesting man in the world's dad, or grandpa, or something. Uh, I don't know. I I think I think maybe he's like a son. So, and, and like you could give Juan Valdez like his own backstory, like how did he get into this? I mean, has he just been doing this since he was a little child, or you know, did he really become an expert on coffee beans? So he just went every all over the world. Wow. I mean, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of questions there. Deep backstory for you know just that. And we reference this guy all the time. But how about the micro machines guy? Oh yeah. Micro machines. It's like the fastest, yes, fastest mouth in the West. Um, Joe Camel. Joe Camel. Joe Camel. Joe Camel. Joe Camel is one of those prime examples about, him, yeah. about advertising because if advertising is as effective as we're saying it is, we're saying these jingles hit us in the gut and we remember these things. Then maybe it is bad for Joe Camel to be a mascot for something that maybe kids would find appropriate. Like if it's like Toucan Sam wants you to smoke, you know, kind of like yeah, that. Like yeah. I mean, kids get invested in that. Yeah, and and we actually did not give William Shatner the credit he deserved because he was the Priceline guy for yeah, ten oh, years. Yeah. But but then he goes to Hoopy and Abraham or whatever. But like, come but, on. but I mean, you come think on. about that like. He was the he was Priceline, Priceline without William Shatner. No, what would Priceline be without William nothing. Shatner? There'd be nothing. Yeah, that's that's I, true. But I mean, these companies kind of come and go and wane, especially website companies like that. Um, 
one mascotty type thing I think is interesting is the E Harmony guy, like the guy who like created E Harmony. Yeah, Doctor Neil Clark yeah, Warren. He's like, shut up. Uh. I owe him my marriage. I you really? I met my yeah, wife on E Harmony. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. I. I the personality profile. And here's the thing about him, like. He is not a good mascot. No. He's not an interesting mascot, but he works perfectly. But he knows his crap. Because he's like, he's a doctor. And and for him, those commercials were done in a way where it was very personable. I trusted him. Versus the doctor that's like, this could be an everlasting love. <laughs> this could be. Uh, anyway, it's, it's better than those like very overtly sleazy commercials with the doctor. Like, I'm a doctor. I have a medical degree, and I approve of this product. Looks at the other camera. Like, it's, like, very poorly done. So they just bought a, a doctor's coat and put a random guy in it and pretended, you know? Um, I, you know, I just randomly thought of these, but the Keebler Elves. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, yeah. those are yeah. Mr. Clean. Mr. And Clean, that is Mr. a good Clean. jingle. Yeah, yes. Mr. Clean gets rid of grease and grime and dirt in just a minute. Uh, ho, 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 green giant. Yes. I mean, those, I'm kind of coming back to me. Yeah. Uh, Tony the Tiger. Cereals yeah, yeah. kind of have a, some great, um, you know, jingles to them. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, good stuff. Yeah, a, a lot of joy brought by, by commercials. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that, I mean, a lot of these commercials that we've talked about, um, had their their like world premiere during the Super Bowl, yeah, and, 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 yeah. like and you know this is a this is a podcast about pop culture, and I know you're not like really a Super Bowl like sports fan person, but you gotta appreciate what uh, sports and the, the Super Bowl in particular has done for marketing no. departments yeah, and commercials no, I, I, everywhere. I really don't. I really don't, because you have to overpay to have your. I thought I had. I I, I if, thought I had if, stumbled across the yeah, reason for you to be appreciative yeah, if, if of sports. There was, if there was no Super Bowl, they would air it another time during something other popular. I, I would they have ever gotten that creative though? Yeah, had it not been for the Super Bowl. I, I think so. So let me use this for an example. The Maytag repairman. I go back to him. He was reinvented. It was an original mascot that was reinvented for the times. Chester Cheeto, Tony the Tiger, Mr. Peanut, like Pillsbury Doughboy, uh, Mr. Clean. All of these things were like, you know, created in the 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, somewhere around there. And then they were kind of recreated for a new generation. They were stylized a little bit. They gave them a different voice or they gave them a voice altogether. And they've, they've kind of grown up. Ronald McDonald started out something completely different. So I think that good ideas are grounded in, in marketing, but... Keeping that branding and refreshing that branding. I kind of hate it when you completely get away from a mascot. Like companies that switch. I'm a little... Geico is kind of an example of this. I really love their commercials. Mm -hmm. But I feel like... They like almost, once I get attached to the cavemen... They almost throw too much at the wall. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's like, let's see what sticks every day. But they're so good that like almost everything sticks. But I want... like You what? know what? I would watch a show... With the gecko at home. Yeah, oh, I don't think I. <laughs> I think I might watch a show about the gecko, the Geico gecko, but not where he's at home with like his gecko wife. <laughs> like, let's have him be like married to like an actual like uh, oh, human woman. Okay, I, 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 I could see that. I could. I, 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 I think that. that could be enjoyable. 
I think that Geico should open up instead of they should keep one mascot and then they should open up an advertising division that just markets for other companies. For other products, not insurance. Because they have such good ideas. Yeah. They just need to get those people over there. Yeah. John, what was the ma- mascot that I created at the very beginning? For the little <laughs> Sam? Pop the- Culture Pete. Pop Culture Pete. Pop yeah. Culture Pete. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Pop Culture Pete saying, hey, see Pete. Hey, Pete, thanks for coming back. See you next time. I'm Pop Culture Problems. Thank <laughs> you.